to another episode of the Screw It, Let's Do This podcast. I'm your host, Shelby. And I'm your other host, Therese. And today, we've got a little back-to-back episode action, and we're doing a <laughs> Q&A. Shelby is feeling spicy. She's right off the grill, super hot right now. I've been up for about an hour. I don't know why, like, I'm feeling like a little... Yeah, I think because you're... I got rest last no, night. that or I just think, like... I'm in your presence. I'm just oh. energizing you. <laughs> I don't think that's it. We're electric. We're electric. It's electric. Anyway, so today we decided to do something a little fun, a little different. We're going to do a Q&A episode. And this is questions that we've gotten from Instagram, from comments we've seen on YouTube. So yes, you can subscribe and you can comment on things and we will see them. We might put them in a document and then do another Q&A episode. We just might. Yeah, we just... And by we might, we will in the future. <laughs> so ask your questions. And yeah, these are all from you guys. So let's get into it. So first question that we're going to hit on today is from Katza Ryder. Shout out. Thank you for uh, this, the question. <laughs> Anyways, she says, what event or moment made the biggest impact on taking your businesses to the next level? Every year, it's something different. My first year was my largest, my largest virtual class but it was in collaboration with a really well-known business locally. And it was very high dollar at the time. I had actually decided to shorten one of my trips abroad to not go into the weeds of like each and one of my clients. I would say one of the biggest events of all time, the impact on my business to the next level with like as far as customers would be when the CrossFit Games come, came into town and Puma reached out, like Puma, the shoe company reached out and they are like, hey, we want to do five events and we need, we want juices, we want coffees. And I was able to pull in like Beneblends. I was able to pull in um, Katie from HodgePodge and I was able to do, we did five events in literally three days. So some days we did two in a day. And then they gave our whole team like free shoes, shirts. I got to do like, just, it was so much fun. The energy from that that week was incredible. But on top of that, I also had like three other events that week. So that was the busiest week we'd ever had. And it was so random. It was super fast paced. And so that was really, really big and exciting just to be able to say I worked. And they reached out like not much advance. No, like about a week and a half. And like to be able to squeeze that in. I mean, like if someone reached out now, we would not have that. Like I wouldn't have the capacity to take that on. So I'm really grateful. And I'm looking forward to seeing what happens with the CrossFit Games. (laughs) Um, But that was really big. And then in December, I mean, every December blows my mind. For example, last year, what we did in Q1 is what we did in like one week of December or like all of the month of December. So like when clients reach out and it's just like super high dollar, like money I have never seen through for a single event. Like that means a lot for the business um, money wise. Yeah, I'm just thinking of impact as far as like revenue. But what about you? Mine would be working with the Badgers. Yes. Can you talk about that? So I work with them in like a lot of different areas. My favorite and like the biggest one was when we made platters for every suite i think there was i don't even remember the number but a lot like 141 i want to say um individual like big platters and then for every home game we did like big spreads at um different large suites like the buckingham club the so that's like where like 400 people will go um and then we would have spreads there so like working with them we got a lot of exposure high dollar it was a really cool experience because yeah. I'm such a Badger fan too that it was like, I felt like so excited to be able yeah. to do that. And Badger, that's um, for those who are not from this state, 
The Wisconsin Badgers. Yeah, the Wisconsin football Badgers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a hard question, honestly, though, because it, it changes constantly. Mine stuck out right away. Okay. Well, so did mine kind of, but now I'm thinking, I'm like, well, this was really cool too. Or like when this client ordered a hundred boards, like that meant a lot. Mm. And those were really huge. Or when they do it years in a row, that every means single so much. order yeah. means the most. <laughs> Even yeah, your first order, thirty thirty dollars, love you, still the same. Uh next question we have comes from Explore underscore Madison. Shout out Sydney. That's yes. Sydney. Yes. Oh my gosh. Oh, hey, Sydney. Um, what would be the hardest part about running the other person's business? I know right out the gate. What? Okay. Honestly, the emotional attachment that people have to their cakes being absolutely perfect is so stressful to imagine. I've had one, a couple people reach out wanting very specific, customized charcuterie boards, and it always takes me two to three times as long to do, and I'm not charging them two to three times the cost. So it's like... So that's hard. And then you're like, are they going to like it? That would be so beyond difficult because I've known, you know, people down to the details of things. Also, the fact that you have so many more clients than I do, like you could have, you know, for me, I have five events this week and probably a total of 15 customers like this week that we're fulfilling, maybe 15 to 20. Mm -hmm. And that's a lot. That's hard for me to manage. You have like, so much more. A lot. <laughs> and when you have the storefront, it will be great. I mean, actually, at this point, when this comes out, you will have a storefront. So people can go in and just buy a cookie or four. You don't have to, like, manage an order. But, oh, my gosh, that would be so difficult. Oh, <gasps> yeah. Yeah. It's not easy. That part is tough. Yeah. Um, I think for you— This is interesting. I have no idea what you're going to say. Dude, I don't Do really I make it look know. easy? <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know. I think you've really like systemized everything and like having to be like, okay, six pieces of cheese, six. Well, yours crackers, is super system. Six, I, I don't know. I, <laughs> I, I don't know. I think We're going to have to have you come to the kitchen someday to see what I do. I feel like you haven't been there since like ever. Actually, you've never been to an event. Well, you've seen me set up. You've been at events. I have seen you set up. I think the size of like the spreads too and like preparing a thousand little cubes of cheese like that ain't for me yeah there is sometimes a pressure like i did a whole wedding meal a whole brunch like that's the whole meal that's not the appetizer yeah so like if it tanks which it won't because i'm going to make sure it won't it's like still the meal would be coming back like i am the meal i am everything oh i was on one i'm always on one when it's the full meal and then i tend to overdo it yeah and have a lot of stuff to donate to the ywca <laughs> Yeah, the, the pressure that I feel sometimes, it's gone down. With the systems, it's gone down. Like I have methods and systems, but I'm just trying to get work off my back. That's why I have systems. So like someone else can do it because nothing wor nothing is worse than not having things written down and then training someone and then, you know, just when they figure it out and then they leave. But I mean, you have a training book. You've had, you've had a guide before I had a guide. Yeah. You have a lot more people in the pie, a lot more hands in the pot for your stuff. Not to get into the weeds, but like, your cost for your business is more on labor than ingredients. Mine is all on ingredients and it's also on labor, but not like yours. So like you've had six or nine employees for the past year. I've gone between like two to five. Mm -hmm. Okay. This one is not the question I'm going to ask, but this is like a comment someone made. And I think, I just think it's funny. Um, this is from Lexi Day Rocher. I don't know how to say her last name. Um, not a question, but could be fun to see you swap places. Shelby does a board. 
Therese decorates a cake. So we should think about doing that at some point. <laughs> okay. With that, like no direction. See, that would be um that would be really funny. I wouldn't want to bake the cake, but I could decorate you it. You could yeah, just oh, decorate but still it. it would be rough. I think it'd I be know so funny. Crumb coats. Ooh. If I had the tools, you would be able to do a charcuterie board. I've, she's taken one of my courses. Oh. It was been a <laughs> she's while. She's a graduate though. from one of the tricky 101 courses. It's been courses. like over a year. Yeah. Oh, that's so fine. I kind of forget the like, yeah. sleeping bag thing. I know. I'll have to take a Miggy's class. I actually would really enjoy that. I just would need an event to take it, a cake to because I don't need a lot of cake. Yeah. You can freeze it. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> um, the, the question that I do want to ask though from here is from Johnson... M-E-27. I think her name is Megan. Um, what is it like taking vacation when you are the boss? Oof, you want to go ahead? I'll go ahead. It's it's a vacation still. Um, but like for me, when I go on vacation, I crave baking and I have a lot of ideas and I have a hard time like turning all the way off. So I'm like thinking about all the things that I could be doing or like I have this idea I kind of miss baking. I want to do this. So my mind's kind of all over. And also like people still have questions and need you for random things. Like for the most part, my girls have it handled when I leave. They have in the past. Now we have a store. I don't know what it's going to be like when I leave. Um, but for the most part, they have it handled. But you always kind of have to like have your phone by be on you. Call. You're yeah. constantly on call. You can't like, and especially like when you go somewhere and the time change is off. Oh. I'm like, oh, I got to be like ready, you know, yeah. in case someone needs something. Oh my gosh. Um, what do you, I think probably the same. Um, Yeah. I, I have a hard time saying the word vacation confidently because I call it more like travels. <laughs> like yeah. I, I aim to travel and get out of Madison and go do things and, and get out of the country. Like I really want to do that once every year. I mean, that's that's dream goals, but like once a year. And I did do that the past two years, which was incredible. I would say in the past, a real vacation for me is like not taking any orders, putting an out-of-office message and being okay losing sales. Now I'm trying to still run the business even when I'm not there. So like when I was just in Paris, we still took on like thousands of dollars worth of work while I was gone. And that was really scary for me because I'm like... There's so many things that are out of my control. One, again, I don't own the kitchen. So there's a lot of, you don't know what's going to be happening there too. Snowstorms. There was a snowstorm like every week. <laughs> and that was very difficult. People getting sick. People with the people they're taking care of are getting sick. Like it was very difficult to manage. It was a lot of problem solving. And I think it will be hard for me to go on a true vacation until I have someone that is a full-time employee. And that, that means like works enough to make enough money to make sure that like they actually need to see something through. Cause a lot of times, you know, you have someone that works 15 hours a week. They're not going to, they're not going to stay late and try to figure out no. <laughs> what's going and on. They don't have like that capacity to, they yeah. have like another job or they have other things that they've committed to. So I know that until I have that, it'll be a tough, like true vacation. I do still get out though. Um, it's just kind of like, I can work from anywhere. So even in Paris, I was working like two or three hours a day just because like at that time I was trying to close my storefront deal and move on. I do too. Like it's hard when you go away and then let's say it's like a five-day vacation. If I don't touch like my emails at all, it's like you're coming back to three days of straight email. So I, when I go on vacation, I try to do like an hour a day, like before bed or when I wake up and like work for an hour Yeah, just because like, otherwise it really piles. Yes. That's the thing. It's like, I could pretend like I could go on a vacation, you know, shut off my phone, shut off all communications, 
But then if I come back and I didn't have the infrastructure, like someone else that's fielding it, well, then I'm just putting off of work. Yeah. You know, like I could take as much vacation as I wanted. I could do whatever, but that's not, then that stops sales coming in. Then people can't rely on you that you're available within X amount of time, or they can't rely on you. Like if your business is closing for like yeah. half a year because you don't want to work. <laughs> yeah. Then, then people aren't going to look at you like someone that they can count on for their events. Do so, you have any vacations coming up? Um, this upcoming Thursday, I, Kenan told me, he's like, you're going to leave your phone at home and we're going to do something all day without your phone. So that will be a vacation for me one day. That's nice. I don't know what we're going to do. Um, and then I do have a vacation in August and I am going to like a bachelorette party for like a weekend, but a true like relaxing vacation. I'll be going up North for a week in August. And that's one of the reasons why I'm not opening up my storefront until September, like to the public. Because I want to enjoy that. That's like my reset, like to go up north and stuff. But I just got back from Paris. I also was just in Florida two weeks ago. Yeah. Um, but I won't lie. Like I did, I did work. You know, I did wake up at 7 a.m. to call the IRS and sit on the phone for an hour. <laughs> but the nice thing about being in, in a different country like Paris was that when I could relax for the first like seven hours of the day because everyone else was sleeping in yeah. America. So I was like, <sighs> it was pure bliss. Just purified bliss. Croissant. Croissant. <laughs> Next, we have a fellow charcuterie gal. Shout out, Brooke. Uh, boards by Brooke. Okay, she says, what do you do during a down season? Things are slow sometimes. How? I don't really have a down season. But at the beginning? I don't remember. <laughs> I just don't remember. Like, all yeah. I would do is, well, at the beginning, I mean, I had another job. Like, I worked and then I did this on the side. My only, like, slow time is, like, the first week of January, but like we're still getting orders and still people always want dessert. And then, you know, it's like, cause it's the first week of the year. People are like going to be healthy. Week two, we're back. We're back, <laughs> baby. People don't like, yeah. everyone always wants dessert. They're, yeah. they're never going to like go out of style. Yeah. So I don't really have like a slow. For me, like I can relate as like a fellow charcuterie gal is at the beginning, like I haven't felt slow in a really long time because as far as demand, like there are times where for me, demand does slow down. Like I'm not getting emails constantly or I don't have events to fulfill constantly. And that season for me, well, it's changed dramatically since the Panini because that's when I started. Really, the only busy season used to be for me was like October, November, December. Now it's changed because like even though I'm not fulfilling events in say January through like a ton of events in January, February, March, April, whatever. I'm still getting a ton of inquiries for like the summer and already for the holiday season. But I would say back at the beginning when things were slow, anytime I was slow fulfilling orders and I wasn't trying to build a storefront because that takes every moment it feels like, I was doing Instagram lives all the time. I was investing in my passion. I was reading books. I was just trying to like live my best life so that I could be a fuller person to pursue what I wanted to pursue with my job. I also feel like I was on Instagram so much. Like anytime I was slow, it was like, okay, I'll post on Instagram more. I'll interact with my clientele more. I will, you know, build stronger relationships online. I'll shout out, you know, a businesses that I love. So I was constantly, that was kind of my, my fallback. If I ever had more time, I wasn't just scrolling. I was like, well, scrolling too, but I was trying to interact online because that you could do that literally 10 hours a day. Yeah. My screen time is seven yeah, to eight. That is... But then also, um, if I had more free time now, I would be planning more travels and, and more fun. Anytime I'm not, when I say like my life is full, like super full right now, it's like anytime it's not filled to the brim with work, I try to fill, fill it to the brim with things I love to do. 
and like rest time and downtime because we all need that too. But yeah, I, uh, to, sum, to sum this up, I would say anytime it's slow, I was trying to build out what I wanted my business to be Yep, and working on that. And even if it's not like actual work, sorry, I'm, I'm really bringing this, ringing this one dry. I was like dreaming what I wanted my future storefront to be and reading books that were motivating me to get there. I need some words of affirmation right now. So this question comes from Therese Merkel. <laughs> Shelby, what is your favorite quality about Therese? And Therese, what is your favorite quality about Shelby? You can go. You go ahead. <laughs> you take this one. She's a leader. I got to wet the whistle. Okay, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. I just got to wet the whistle. You're like Ben right now. Ben's rubbed off on you. He has. Um, I'm ready. My favorite quality about you, besides your luscious locks. <gasps> you can't even do it serious. And tumness pants. <laughs> I brought my t- I brought my tumness pants. Do you want to get them and show the people? Everyone's a hater. Go grab the tumness pants. It's a tumness scarf. Let's just show everyone the tumness these pants. Are very Kim Kardashian. So Therese loves these I pants. Love People call these my carpet pants. Uh, tumness, like tumness from Narnia. They look like wild animal legs. <laughs> yeah, they do. Fierce. <laughs> so besides that, you're a very good listener and you give really good advice. Like you're, you're always. I have a couple things. Okay. Very good listener. Give great advice. Like, honestly, the best advice I get from anyone, I get from you. It's true. Um, And then if I'm, like, struggling or anyone is struggling and they come to you and tell you, you're like, okay, what can I do? And it's usually food, which is great. (laughs) Or, like, she was like, how can I help you? You know, what can I do at the store? And I was like, well, I'm not going to be at the store at this time. And she's like, well, I can go downtown. I'll deliver the cakes, like, and she did two big deliveries for me. So always willing to like jump in whenever you have the time. Thank you. Now me. <laughs> okay. Okay. My favorite thing, um, Shelby, about you. I'm on the edge of my seat. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite thing about Shelby is how, honestly, okay. I don't know if you're going to be expecting this, but I feel like Shelby is so, you're so fun. You're so lighthearted. You are roll things off the shoulder even though things that like I would dwell on forever you just like nah whatever I'm over it um you're super confident I love like being around you because you're like I see someone I really want to talk to and you go up to them and you talk to them and I like that and it's definitely rubbed off on me I feel like I need to give you more things what do you mean you're giving me like five things you like I like a lot more but I was just trying to keep it we'll go back to her trying to keep it condensed (laughs) well we can go back someone asked me they're like who's the most influential person in your life I said you oh I told you that though oh didn't I tell you that? I don't know. Well, but it's it's you and like, Kenan is the most supportive. You know, I spend the most time with him, but I would say like, you've influenced my business more than anyone. Like if I didn't meet you and you already know this, like I literally wouldn't have, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing with my business. I mean, look at me. I have a storefront because of you. I wouldn't have started it's looking. a lot of pressure. Yeah. Well, well, okay. Sorry. I, <laughs> despite the future of Turkey Foods, like I've decided I want the storefront, but seeing you do it helped motivate me. You're the one that set up the meetings to like initially meet our broker and go through all this stuff. Yeah, you're just, uh, I, I don't know. There's a lot, there's a lot. But I would say like the things I like when I reflect and look at all my best friends now, very like the words I used to describe them would be like confident, motivated, and outgoing. And you're all those things. You're extremely motivated to the point where I feel like I'm always trying to slow you down. But you're like, <laughs> Shelby is all gas, no brakes. 
And I just, I, I'm always inspired by what you're doing with your business. And I feel like I have a lot to learn, especially from like a marketing standpoint. Now, now I can Thanks. help you. I can help you <laughs> with some other things. But yeah. 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 You can help me with a lot. Okay. So we want to give a shout out to one of our good friends, friends from home, but I don't remember her name. So I'm going to call Laura. Call Laura. <laughs> I guarantee you she answers. I'm going to put her on speaker. Hello. Laura. We've got you on. on. You are currently on the Screw It. Let's do this podcast. You're on speaker and you're in the mic. Hi, everyone. Do you want to give a plug to your business first? Oh, sure. You just want me to talk about Venable? Where can people find you? That kind of thing. Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay, so you can find me on Instagram and TikTok at Fennablend. You can find our physical storefront at 558 Junction Road here in Madison, Wisconsin. Wonderful. I might be in later today. Anyways, we just had a quick question. What was your friend's name that like likes our podcast? Oh, my gosh. Steph Bless. Stephanie Blessman. Steph Bless. Where is she from? Well, she's originally from Princeton, Illinois. Steph Bless from Princeton, Illinois. We're talking to you. <laughs> we see you. We love you. Oh we respect you. Thanks for Great. tuning in. She is literally gonna freak. Out. <laughs> Hi, Stephanie. So yeah, thanks for thanks for calling in. Hey, anytime, anytime. <laughs> All right, talk soon. Okay, sounds good. Bye, okay, bye, bye. You know what that just reminded me of? The millionaire people. Would you like to call in a call no, friend? But oh, that's funny. That's, that's hilarious. Kind of, <laughs> you know, um, the like T Pain song where they're like, "Color, I got a color on line one." Yeah, and it's like the beginning. And yeah, he's like, rah, rah. "Yeah, my girl ain't doing the thing." That that song. That's what I felt. I felt like T Pain right there. Well, thank you everyone for listening to our first ever Q&A episode. If you would like a chance to be featured on a future episode with one of your questions, you can drop a comment on YouTube below or you can DM Tricky Foods. No, you can DM <laughs> Screw It, Let's Do This on Instagram to ask a question and we'll do another one of these in the future. So definitely do that. Wherever you listen to us, be sure to leave us a review, a five-star review. We don't want anything else. Yes, take that to the bank. <laughs> And you can also subscribe on YouTube. We would love that. Again, 1,000 subscribers. We're going to have a surprise. So tell your friends. Go vote for us for Best of Madison. And we will see you next Wednesday. Thanks, everyone, for Goodbye. joining. See you. Yeah.